Welcome to Two Sides to the Story with Ted and Lori. I'm Lori Hirstetter. And I'm Ted Zaleski. We're coming to you tonight from Exploration Commons. Uh, This is a studio where we record um, all of our episodes so far. Some with help, some without. Tonight, we're flying solo. Good for us. Hopefully it comes out okay. So we're here this evening because we're close to the end of the year. And it's a time of reflection. So we're reflecting on what Two Sides has been like so far. We started in October. October 20th, two months ago. And that was a pretty big night. And it's been a pretty big two months. (laughs) Much more than I ever could have imagined. So that night uh, was our live premiere We did that here at Exploration Commons, but with a whole technical crew and an audience of friends and family to uh, cheer us on. There were some people in the audience we didn't know. (laughs) That's true. Um, And now, hopefully, those are folks that are watching or listening to our show and uh, checking out our website for new blog posts. So we said a lot's happened in the last two months. We spent a few minutes before we did this to say, okay, well, what has happened? And we've done six episodes and a trailer. We first did the trailer. That seemed like a big deal. (laughs) It's kind of of (laughs) faded out now. (laughs) And we've done 43 blog posts, which um, kind of surprised us, right? Absolutely. I, I think I was pretty comfortable with the number of episodes. We, those are, they take more time. It's a fair amount of work involved. Um, and every time we come in the studio, it's, it's an event. <laughs> so, but the blog post, 43, it's kind of a lot. You know, we, we have full-time jobs. This is just something we do for fun on the side. And uh, this is a busy time of year for both of us, professionally and personally. And 43 blog posts is, is kind of cool. So we're feeling good about it. Yeah, and while it's a lot, it has not felt like a burden. I've, I've been enjoying you know, what I'm doing. It's been fun getting the posts on there and doing the episodes. Yeah, definitely enjoyable. And, and just some of the highlights for us in the, the first couple of months of doing this is, uh, you know, we've interviewed a, a branch manager at a local library. Um, we have attended uh, Exploration Commons, had a... Um, a one-year anniversary celebration, and we got to attend that while we were here recording an episode, which is sort of a cool combination. And they got a really nice turnout. It was good. They did. It was a great showcase of what's available here. This studio is just one small part of that. It offers a lot. So uh, we certainly encourage you to check it out if, if you haven't had a chance so far and you happen to be a local person. There were people there who are using Exploration Commons to make things, and they were selling the things that they make. Uh, Lori was by uh, one guy uh, cuts out these pieces of paper and then stacks them up into kind of a sculpture picture kind of thing. Yeah, we had a really nice conversation. This is sort of new for him too. Exploration Commons has made it possible for him to achieve what was just a concept, um, and it's the same for us. I mean, if it wasn't for this 
place if it wasn't for the folks at the community media center um, and the support of the library we wouldn't be doing what we're doing either we're makers in a different kind of way uh, we make a show that hopefully is entertaining to some folks out there um, that are interested in reading and writing as much as we are so another highlight for us in the first couple of months is um, we just got to do a tour and interview at penguin random house with a with a good friend of ours and so far, this has been the podcast episode that has attracted the most attention. It uh, seems like pe people enjoyed it. And give you a, a little tip for people who haven't visited the website, you might want to for this. If you go to the Adam um, House and that Danik episode, there's a video attached to that that uh, you'll probably enjoy seeing. So the reason that we got to interview Annette and do a tour of the facility is because she's a friend of ours. Uh, we did a Battle of the Books competition last year. Uh, she was on our team. Um, it was called After Hours because the library put together this program. They've done it for quite a while for kids. This was the first time that they did it for adults. So uh, Annette was on our team. We had that experience with her. And we also have in common um, just being avid readers and, and book lovers. So we had a really nice conversation. So sort of speaking of that, um, we had a really interesting encounter here at Exploration Commons with a Battle of the Books youth team very recently. Yeah, Lori, surprise, surprise, found herself in a conversation <laughs> with somebody who turned out to be the coach for this uh, battle team. Not exactly shy. <laughs> I make friends in the restroom <laughs> regularly. So I ran into Megan. Uh, she was a she is a coach for a battle of the books team, and she was wearing a Rudolph Girls uh, sweatshirt, which is a local bookstore here in uh, in Westminster. And I asked her about it and she said, oh yeah. And so we got talking about writing, uh, reading and about uh, Battle of the Books. And you should have seen her expression when we realized that here she is with a battle team and I've got the battle team guy <laughs> in the podcast booth with me. Um, for those of you who don't know, Ted has been uh, the MC for an event um, at the Winters Mill High School, but it's it's the it's a certain group of schools. Yeah, they call it Finksburg. Finksburg. It's, it's okay. Cranberry, Mechanicsville, and Sandy Mount. Okay. So Megan's team was having their very first um, battle prep night. And we got to talk to them a little bit about our experience, about Ted's experience. And then we're really looking forward to seeing them again at their battle in April. And there's a photograph of Laurie and I with the battle team on the website. So already reflecting on what has happened in this podcast so far has been such a good time for both of us. And here we are wrapping up the year and thinking, what's next? What are we going to do in 2023? So I had some ideas and floated them. With surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, to Ted. And, and I have to say, whenever I have these ideas... You know, it can go two ways. It can be, oh my goodness, what are you thinking? Or it can be brilliant. <laughs> I have never said, oh my goodness, what are you thinking? They're not all brilliant. I will give you that. But um, in most cases, you are receptive to me and my silly ideas and maybe some of my really good ideas. So anyway, here was my idea. 
2023, could we do in this show 23 episodes? Absolutely. We're on track to do two a month. I think we can do easily more than two a month. So that's where it started, 23 episodes. Then we started talking about another part of the show, which is good book hunting. Can we do 23 good book hunting trips? And we've talked about this before, but this was actually one of the original ideas for the podcast. That was the podcast. Going out, visiting bookstores, visiting libraries. Uh, More recently, we've talked about visiting book festivals. But going out, finding books, talking about what we found and how we found them. So in the two months that we've been doing this, we have not done a good book hunting trip yet. So it's definitely a goal, um, a resolution for 2023 that we're going to go ahead and say it for everyone to hear that we're going to try to make 23 visits to 23 either bookstores, libraries, uh, festivals, or even I would say a trip to a little free library would count as well. We could walk down Main Street and stop at two or three and maybe call that a good book hunting trip. And we'll share those uh, experiences with you um, as we do that in 2023. Maybe we could just take a month off and get a little done. <laughs> that sounds great. Are we going to talk to the bosses at work about that? Hmm. <laughs> Hopefully they're not watching the show. <laughs> so another idea for 2023. Uh, We're thinking that in addition to visiting 23 places, oh, yeah. that we can commit to reading 23 books. Yeah. Uh, we're still figuring out exactly how we would go about doing it, but somehow together between us, uh, reading 23 books that we would then do something with, talk about on the, the podcast. We've read some books together in the past, you know, not literally sitting down next to each other reading, but reading the same book at the same, the same time. And uh, wanna try and build some more of that back in. And I want to say that I, I feel we're, we've said this from the very beginning, but we're so interested in hearing what our readers, what our listeners are interested in hearing about. So if you have suggestions, now that you know this is our goal, for places to visit that you've been, that is a great place to pick up books. Or if you have suggestions of a book you've read that you'd like to hear us read and talk about. Uh, We hope you will submit those suggestions uh, to our website. Uh, We have the email um, information and contact right there that you can reach out to us, give us your ideas. In addition to that, if you have ideas of things that you would like to see us cover on the show, I'm not saying we can do 23 of anything else. This might be enough for our resolutions for the year, but just topics that you'd like to see covered on the show or um, inspirational stories that you have about books and their role in your life, uh, we hope you will share those with us. And if you have bookstores you'd like to recommend that are not within easy driving distance of Central Maryland, we'd appreciate it if you would also arrange for our transportation so we can get that on the show. (laughs) First class, all the way. (laughs) 
if you want to donate a bus and we can have, oh, that reminds me, our book bus fund friends. So we haven't checked in with them in a while. And if anyone participated in our in our first night, they um the the couple is Matt and Robbie. They are a husband, wife. And they've got several children, and they're touring the country right now in a school bus that's been converted into their living space and delivering books all over the country. Uh, there's information about them on our website. If you want to take a look at that, you'll go to the donate section, and it has a link to their pages. Um, anyway, we're going to hope to check in with them during 2023 and see how their journey is going so far. My favorite moment of that little bit of our kickoff, we had screens around the room that they were going to show up on, on Zoom, and I was saying to the audience, they should be joining us soon. And you hear Lori go, look, they're here. <laughs> it, you couldn't have timed it any better, and it was completely by coincidence that that happened. In fact, you know, to give you the story behind the story, there were some technical difficulties. Um, the Community Media Center was amazing, and they made it look seamless. They were sweating, and we didn't know it. And they were just crossing their fingers that everything would work, and it did. And we got to talk to them. And it was such a great way to start our show because what we really care about is promoting literacy and having um, more enjoyment of reading. And they are a great representation of that. That What an amazing couple, and we're really looking forward to talking to them again. Yep, they're traveling the country. They're giving away 150,000 books to elementary schools across the country. Amazing. I mean, what we're doing is so little compared to what they are doing. And they're doing it with a squad of children along for the ride. So and a dog. <laughs> lots of lots of credit to them for sure. So another person that we're hoping to check in with, we just mentioned Annette uh, with Penguin Random House. She's getting ready to uh, move to England for two years. So she has already agreed to check in with us regularly and tell us about her book adventures uh, while she's over there. And there's a book on a boat in London. We've given her specific uh, instructions to go find that one. And she, she said she's going to, and she'll take a picture of herself in front of the bookstore. So that's another just look forward to in 2023. We will be checking in with her for sure, find out how it's going over there. And uh, we're, we're already missing our friend. So looking forward to, to catching up with her. So another item to talk about. This is not something many people know is that uh, if you think about resolutions and what are you working on and what do you want to work on, something that Ted and I have basically put to the side for the past several months while we've been devoting all of this attention to the podcast is some writing projects that we've both had going together and separately. So we're really hoping to revisit that in 2023. So... What do you want to tell them about the writing projects? I don't want to give away too much on the one book, especially since we haven't figured it all out anyway. <laughs> it's, it's a whole lot of we don't know what. <laughs> but our main character is a girl named Claire with red hair and green eyes. And a possible opening line for the book is, a scrawny teenage girl stands outside a bookstore trying to figure out how to break in. 
And another main character is a cranky old guy uh, by the name of Milo, who runs a bookstore. But he's no ordinary cranky guy. There's a lot more to him than meets the eye. <laughs> so um, Claire, I say sometimes, is standing with her arms crossed and her foot tapping, waiting for us to get back to it. But we'll, we'll have to figure out how that's going to fit into things. <laughs> Yes. Then there's another project. This is this is uh, Lori's close to her heart project, and this is something that has lots of places that it can still go. Lots of places where it will go, but the immediate thing is the little book of bliss. So. Obviously, books are involved. Uh, there's a, a strong tie-in to what we're doing with this show. And the best connection I can make to sort of explain is that we've talked about this ideal bookshelf and building your ideal bookshelf. And we may all have different ideas about how that would, would work. What types of books are you reading? What types of books do you want to read? And there are lots of different systems for that. Well, I guess I'm kind of working on my own system. And if I was to stock my ideal bookshelf, it would include uh, books in several different categories. And they're what I consider life categories, you know. And, and the concept is about, you said, Little Book of Bliss is about bliss. And what is bliss? Bliss is happiness pure joy. And how do you achieve that? Well, I think that it, it is achieved by um, a balanced life and areas of your life. So what does career bliss look like as an example? What does um, relationship bliss look like? So these are topics that are important to me. And it is a, a book in the works um, that's been a long time in the works. Who knows if it'll ever um, get done. But Little Book of Bliss sounds achievable. It's small. It's compact. It's an easy read. And it's not written yet, but <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> so uh, it's going to come up on our show, I'm sure. Because when we go good book hunting, I will be looking for books that would fill my ideal bookshelf that for me include these bliss categories. You know, ideal bookshelf. This is a episode for another time, but just give a little peek ahead. Uh, we've talked about ideal bookshelf, but it was only just in the last week, maybe, that Lori and I realized that we were not saying the same thing when we were saying ideal bookshelf. True. You know, uh, she was just describing. You know, she wants to build this ideal bookshelf. A kind of aspirational head for something. Yes. What was in my mind was of all the books I've read in my life, what would what would be the ones that I would want? If this is my bookshelf, that's all I've got, what would I put on that shelf? So they could end up kind of in with the same result, but different paths to getting there, if nothing else. I think part of the reason that our approach to it is so different is if you look at your reading journey versus my reading journey, your number of titles, I'm sure you don't even have any idea how many books you've actually read, but it's a really, really, really big number, is safe to say. Mine is smaller, is safe to say. So mine's still building, it's still in the works, 
and I am a um, read to learn type of reader. So I'm always adding to it. It's building and it changes a lot. Whereas you have read so much that I think your bookshelf is already full. You just have to decide what else gets on it. There's so many good reads that you have on your list. Yeah, who gets kicked off the island? <laughs> well, we're not going to put a limit on it because we don't want any books kicked off the island. But uh, it's just different perspectives, uh, two sides to the story, as the show is called. How about that? <laughs> oh, wasn't that perfect? <laughs> Again, could have planned that better. <laughs> So anyway, this is just a quick episode um, talking a little bit with you about what has happened so far in the show, what you can expect to hear from us in 2023, some new things that you haven't heard, like the writing projects, and then uh, we hope some things get added that we don't know yet because you as listeners are what will inspire it. And on the reading resolutions... We would like to hear from you. Do you have, have one? Now I'm going to offer up a personal one. This is not about us on the podcast. Uh, there's a book, Marcel Proust, Remembrance of Things Past, or sometimes called um, In Search of Lost Time. Uh, for years, I had one of the three-volume paperback set. I, I, I meant to look up you know, which, um, uh, which publication it was, but it's a silver cover. And I had volume one and the Barnes and Noble at Belvedere by the Senator theater closed down. I went and they were selling off everything and they had volumes two and three there. So I bought them, had the complete set. I've started modestly a few times, but I've never finished it. I think I wrote about this somewhere. Some books I haven't finished Moby Dick and um, Don Quixote, this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna commit myself in 2023 to get Marcel Proust read. It makes a difference when you say it out loud. I think um, accountability and having accountability partners. So Ted has just put it out there to the world, and you know you want to get it done because all of our listeners, <laughs> so many of them, <laughs> know that you just made this commitment. So I have every confidence that you're going to get it done. And now we've talked about these things that we're planning to do on the show, which means we need to get those done too. So we'll get to work. Uh, we really hope to hear from you. I'd love to talk about some of your resolutions. So please share and uh, we'll see if we can incorporate that into the show in some way or on the website, or you may end up sending us to a bookstore that we hadn't thought of um, just because of what you've shared with us. So we encourage you to do that. The website is two sides to the story.com. The second two is a numeral. You can email us at two sides to the story at yahoo.com. Same thing. Middle two is a, is a numeral. You can follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and the podcast is available on Spotify, Google, and Apple. So I think that's it for tonight. I uh, hope you enjoyed and that we got you thinking a little bit about your reading and your resolutions uh, for 2023. And we'll look forward to uh, sharing our journey with you uh, in the coming year. Enjoy your reading.